day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ramble Shrapnel. Not Ramble Shramble. It's quite a sore tongue twister if you guys try it. But yes, you're probably wondering why is Mackie again hosting this episode? Well, it's because you guys deemed me to be the successor or winner or victor of that said episode. I have dominated the undisputed Jotun, who is with me. Unfortunately, he just has to tag along with the champ of the episode. Say hi, Jotun. Say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yes, and if you guys have not watched the main episode, the main episode of this Ramble Shrapnel was about movies, our best, our worst, and we had a little bit of fun little topic at the end that I won't spoil because I might entice you guys to go listen to the fun episode, the big episode, the long episode. Not too long, it's not going to take you guys' whole day away. It's just a simple 40 minutes, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, maybe an hour. <laughs> But yes, guys, again, this is only the, a shrapnel of the smallest piece of that episode. And we have to thank the content or the topic of today to Fish. Funny enough, I know we know a person called Fish. Jotun uh, doesn't know him too well, but I know him. He's more of a, he's a South African streamer, a very cool guy. Streams a bit, a lot more Fortnite. And he's been supporting us, uh, allowing us to share our episodes with the group of his streamer friends. And yeah, it just helps us grow our audience a little bit by every little piece helps. What a solid bro. Awesome. I know, eh? What a, what a, a dude. Bro. What a guy. <laughs> so yes, guys, again, this is a shorter episode. It allows you guys to kind of listen if you just need something to fill up that little bit of time you need to fill up. So we t- covered best, worst movies as well as movies so bad that we cannot help like them. And today we're going to be covering the topic critical reviews like rotten tomatoes or any other critics that make or populate on the internet or newspapers if you guys still know what a newspaper is and it is an interesting conspiracy that those critics like rotten tomatoes have been corrupted by the movie cinemas that are have the biggest of bucks like the oscars oscars to me is very one-sided it's for the quote-unquote the best of all movies but then say like movies like Marvel, the Avengers Infinity War, which has this great lore and build-up of everything, doesn't get even nominated for some of the critically acclaimed movies where I've never heard of them before, but they're somehow the best movie of all time. So yeah, that's 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 stupid, dude. Oh, that, that's why so I think just, this is a. You just touched a trigger point with me. Like I hate people. Like who was it, Scorsese, that said that Marvel isn't even proper cinema nowadays because of reasons that he thinks of it's like not true cinema while it's it's like he doesn't know exactly what a meta narrative is and he can't and and he just can't wrap his mind around the idea that what marvel is actually doing right now is they're telling a story that spans across different series and different uh, individual marvel franchises to make a bigger narrative arc than a single movie i mean it's, it's it's not even that big of an idea because that's also what you're doing even with trilogies and things like that. So you just need to expand that by a power of 10. And that's what Marvel is doing. They're telling it across all the different movie franchises instead of just one trilogy or something. I mean, it's almost But even, if- even some of those movies are like blockbusters. Like if you watch the last Spider-Man movie or say the last Doctor Strange movie, those movies are in their own 10 times better than any other movies I've seen by those artistic ones. No, no disrespect to them. Don't get me wrong. There's some really good ones, but she's the like that Spider, the last Spider-Man movie. Spoilers ahead, guys, if you haven't watched it. She's when uh, Aunt May dies. I was like, holy crap! She just 
died. It's like it's one of the taboos for Spider-Man that he really lost his uncle. Now his aunt is dead. And jeez, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was a big thing. Was it, didn't she also get Ben's line of Uncle Ben's yeah. line of great <laughs> responsibility and all of that? With great power comes with great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did give that line. And it's like, oh, she said it, she said it. <laughs> but I, but I, I like, but that, that goes to show like they, they're still keeping the core message of the, the franchise. And now, like Scorsese 100%. and people can't, they can't make some kind of critique about there not being some kind of deeper meaning behind the movies. Because if you really think about what's happening inside of Infinity War and Endgame, there are some proper questions to be asked about, like, is it worth killing half of the life of inside the universe to make life easier for the half that remains? And how do you decide which life and who gets obliterated? I mean, those are big philosophical questions. It's not like there isn't a deeper meaning behind those stories. No, it's like it's a turtle, but a turtle wash. I can't believe there's nothing in the Oscars about Marvel and that as well. At the very least, they could at least do something with the CGI. You know, that deserves a nomination in itself. Jeez. And that, that, that's why it's, it's such an interesting thing to know. Because I, we definitely should have another episode of like more in-depth detail about the Oscars. Because that, that, that for me is also like touches a nerve. And she's Oscars are nowhere near what they used to be. Because even like nowadays, I don't watch the Oscars because they're so boring to me now. But we, we're moving away a little bit too away from the topic that our so-called uh, our friend has shared with us. So now sparking that inferno in your uh, range, your like I pinched a nerve. Obviously, do you feel like that kind of thing has also been applied to movie reviews? Like I feel game reviews as well to a certain extent, but I feel like movie reviews are more predominant. Like Rotten Tomatoes, I used to remember reading their like magazines or newspapers and really trusting that review. Like that review generally meant like, hey, this is a movie that I know I'm going to enjoy. But now when I see a good review from them, it often gets me in a very bored state. Like it's a very okay average movie and they rated 80% out of 100. And then for like the really fun movies, they rated as 33%. I'm like, what the heck? What happened to... That was like rather harsh so what's your opinion Jotun? you feel that's that's the case or not really well i've, I've never really trusted reviews like ever <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's more because of the fact that i i know that i myself am more of like an idiosyncratic person who has his ex eccentricities um so i i always just took for granted that i'm not going to like the type of thing that most people like or even if i do there are going to be other things that I like that the typical person won't like. And so nowadays as well, well, nowadays I just, well, I pay attention to, to reviews and things, the spoiler free ones, but I don't mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. I don't really think that I will align with their things. I'll just be like, Oh, they think this movie is going to be, a, or they think that this was a bad movie because of reasons. But I know that doesn't necessarily mean that I think it, I will think that it's a bad movie. So, so for example, I recently, the last movie that I watched in a cinema was Thor Ragnarok. No, Thor Love and Thunder. And like, I, I heard some things about it being more woke and whatever now, which isn't necessarily something that I agree with, although a lot of it I kind of do agree with. Like, 
don't be an asshole, be a, a genuine kind person. People <laughs> might be struggling through things. And so, you know, just show them some respect, you know, be a decent human being. But um, with Thor, Love and Thunder, people are saying it's woke and the comedy is like off center or something. And my approach to it was like with most things that I watch was I'm, I'm going into this looking to be entertained and have a fun time. Like <laughs> the movie was super entertaining, but I did think that they, they overdid the Taika or TT humor a little bit. And um, there are some major plot holes that I saw in the movie. Like how could, oh, yeah. how could Thor I haven't listened to uh, that I haven't even seen that movie, so spoilers okay. for me. Okay. I have a no voice spoilers, in this episode. There were there were plot holes <laughs> where I was like, but why couldn't he do this in the previous movie? Not to say exactly what he uh, did. Um, so, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's not a biggie. But anyway, um, but I still had an awesome time watching the movie because I, I went there expecting it to be fun and not expecting myself to pick apart the narrative loop or something, you know? I'm, I'm there yeah, to be, be yeah. entertained. Um, but, mm. so that's my approach to most critiques and things. And for the most part, things like Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, the problem with those aggregate sites is that you can have any kind of Tom, Dick or Harry on the internet somehow contribute to what's meant to be a, a review. Now, I understand Rotten Tomatoes is a bit different because that's their whole thing because they've got their critic mm-hmm. review and their user review. But um, like IMDb, IMDb is also like, I don't trust those people necessarily. You know, if, if, if let's just say the person that I would trust would be, would actually be a hard person to find because he would need to be someone who actually studied filmmaking and then also someone who <laughs> enjoys the type of films that I enjoy. And that's, that's actually... Well, I, don't, I don't fall in that category for you, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, I don't trust your word. Ouch. Like if if Ouch. you were to tell me about the composition of shots and the <laughs> the sound of the things and narrative arcs and stuff like that, I wouldn't expect you to know what you're talking about. Unless unless you use very specific terminology, um, like character beats and stuff like that, which I know is filmmaking talk, then I would just then I'd be like Hmm, this guy actually knows the industry words, so then I trust you a bit more. But um, yeah, so basically, what you're saying is that if I just learned the terminology used in filmmaking, you would think that a I'm an expert, and I can tell you from experience work in the working world, no one's an expert, even if they do use all the fancy lingo. Like saying the fancy lingo does make mean that you do know certain things, but it's again. I have the beholder. Like for me, if you if you were to say, Mackie, what did you think of the movie Thor: Love and Thunder? I would be able to tell you almost detail by detail every scene and how I felt on the occasion and what blew me away. But I wouldn't be able to say, oh, I love the the scene where he the, we had to zoom into Thor's bustling, bulging muscles and seeing that glistening sweat because they decided to spray him to make that his body shine even more at that scene where his clothes get swept away by the fat Zeus scene. I'm not that kind of person. I won't go into that detail because I could go in that detail, but I feel like for me, it's more the experience, what you learned, what you enjoy. And I agree with you. Um, no one will have the exact same taste and feels for you. So I, like if you told me, you told me some really great movies, and I've seen some of them. And I said, yeah, this is a good movie. 
but it, it's always going to be hit or misses. It, like no critic is going to give you the exact perfect review. You're going to look at one critic review and then say, oh, that's utter rubbish. Yeah. And you look at another critic review and you say, oh, that's, it says exactly what I say. Just that it's one of the joys of being such a individual in this world of reviews. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely agree. But that's why people actually need to get reviews from as many sources as possible. But Agreed. with regards to using the specific jargon, you know, that's all well and good, but the person still needs to make a logical argument, <laughs> you know? But that's things that you, you learn by just exposing yourself to more reviews. But to be honest, I, no. I just can't be bothered anymore. Um, people are so... I think people tend to give away too much, even inside a spoiler-free review. So I don't really... Oh, but you've seen trailers. I don't, I don't watch trailers either. Because trailers take... Oh, the trailers the basically give parts. everything. <laughs> yeah, the trailers trailers take the best parts of movies. And then you, ex- oh, you no. go in expecting this is going to be two hours of these moments from the trailer. Whereas actually those nope. moments from the trailer are the highlights. So actually you only get like two minutes of those moments, just like in the trailer. And the trailer spoiled them for you. So I'd, like, I'm, I'm super excited because as of recording, tonight is the night that the Rings of Power episode premiere or season premiere is going to be released on Amazon Prime. And I'm a massive Tolkien fan. But I didn't watch any of the trailers, my friend. I just, no, 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 I don't. 100%. No, that's like me for like even like new games or movies. I stay away from them, but I, I can even recall like Netflix is notorious for it because Netflix, uh, there's like, I know there's a setting to turn off it, but uh, by default, if you go over like a, a movie, it's like, oh, this has an interesting thing. The trailer automatically plays and she's the number one times that we saw like, hey, this looks like a decent movie. And the trailer is like two minutes of all the good stuff, like literally the whole story. And I'm like, well, I don't need to watch it anymore because like, you covered your hour and a half movie in two minutes. Shows me how in-depth intriguing your story must be. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, dude. They give away way too much. Oh, way too much. Before we end, because we are approaching the end of this episode, would you be a critic if they offered you a position? Would you like write critical reviews, watch those movies for two and a half hours, would you become cynical like those guys at one stage? Because personally, I think I would be, I would enjoy it, but I can understand like watching really crap movies, like being forced to go watch every movie, depending no matter what quality or what standard it is, just kind of give a review on it. I would hate that job too. At the end of the day, I wouldn't like it. I feel like most of my time just sitting there watching movies. What about you? I would take that job. But yeah, it just seems like such a cushy job, hey? Like you just you pay to watch movies and write about them. If you get paid enough for that, then I, I don't see why I wouldn't. Um, but movies would become a chore. That mm. that is the downside. There is that, and you would have to watch some bad movies as well. Yeah, there is that beautiful idiom of uh, "don't shit where you eat," and uh, I just true. interpret that as. Don't make your entertainment the signal that you have to do to earn money as well. Mm. Now that there, mm. there is some wiggle room there because like I love video games and I want to become a video game play, uh, developer, but playing and developing is 
aren't the same, you know. But oh, watching watching something like the whole purpose of movies is to be watched. So no, 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 no. <laughs> that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that covers the this episode of Ramble Shrapnel. If you guys are interested, we you can definitely tell that myself, Mackie, and Yotin have plenty to talk about movies, which we shall most definitely cover in a future episode of the awards. Maybe we do like a special episode nearer the end of the year and we say awards to the best movies we've seen of 2022. And yeah, we don't have to rush that topic. And guys, we would love to hear you guys' feedback on this episode. And the best way to give us that feedback is to either comment on YouTube, because yes, we do post this on YouTube, or to go to our Discord channel and speak to us directly and play games. And we encourage you guys to come chat, even invite your friends to come join. We open Discord channel, we're not here to scrutinize, and we would love to toss the ideas around. And you can tell that Yota and I, we have a deep hatred for certain reviewers or nominations of, say, best movies of the year. But again, Yotan, is there anything on your side before we conclude this fabulous episode? Watch the main episode. This was just a little bit ah, having yes. to do with movies. There we talked about our best and worst episodes. And we also talked about something a little bit funny as well. We, we, we like to slap in some humor, even if we are talking about a more critical or fact-based episode. So yeah, check out the main episode. It is linked um, at the end of this video. You're probably seeing it right now. And yes, subscribe. You can also see the subscription box right over here. Sorry, this is for everyone on YouTube, but yeah. <laughs> okay, that's bye from me. Goodbye, everyone.